We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. down Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Twitter Spaces on Saturday night. Uh, a little different than this week than compared to our previous weeks. Usually we are recording on Friday night on Twitter Spaces, but we are now live on a Saturday as Pierre just posted something in my face. And I know if you guys are listening to this back, you, you can't see this, but Pierre posts Aiden Hutchinson's 40-yard dash. So, uh, I didn't know they even had the speech on Twitter. Pierre, Pierre, whoa, 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 whoa. Pierre did not post that. That was oh, me. Malcolm posted. I posted that, God Malcolm damn it. Malcolm My fault. Oh, I was about <laughs> to say it. what I posted. I see it right now. Yeah, Pierre was like, wait, I did what? <laughs> I didn't know this was a feature. So this, this is pretty cool. It's like you could update people with the news. So this is just a more of an incentive. If you're not here listening live, to come in live so you can see the visual things that I'm talking about right now because you're not getting that experience right now listening. But – Regardless, we appreciate you if you are listening back to this Twitter spaces right now. We got a full squad with us today. Pierre, Malcolm, how are you boys doing today on this different scheduling time on a Saturday this time? I'm doing well, Tyler. How are you? Malcolm, what's up, bro? Doing well, man. Malcolm? <sighs> Finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Twitter spaces. Let's go, man. I'm here. Woo! Let's go, man. We're officially in off-season mode. Like, I know it's been the off-season for a minute now, but, like, we're officially in off-season mode, man. Like, this is when all the stuff is really coming in your face now. Playoffs are, you know, really done now. You got the Combine this week. You got NFL free agency really coming up very soon. This is the heart of the NFL off-season, and this is when all this stuff is just going to come right to your face. And as we're talking right now, the Combine is going on right now. Uh, the defensive linemen and linebackers are currently working out in Indy right now. So we're going to talk some combine. We're going to talk some free agents. And I want to talk about one specific free agent, and that is Amari Cooper, who is expected to get released by the Dallas Cowboys. And obviously the Lions are in need of a wide receiver. And we're going to talk about Amari Cooper. 
potentially being a fit for the Lions or maybe someone the Lions should maybe not go towards. So I think this should be definitely interesting. So I'm going to kick it off to you, Pierre. Uh, Amari Cooper is looking like he's going to get released from the Dallas Cowboys. They are going to save about, I believe, north to 16 to $18 million, something around that range with releasing Amari Cooper. He's still a 27-year-old wide receiver. Lions obviously need some receivers right now in that in, in their core right now. So you see Amari Cooper most likely hitting the market. What's your thoughts on that? I'm going after him. I know some people are opposed to that, but this is a guy who fits perfectly with Jared Goff. He's well, he's one of the best route runners in the league, in my opinion, maybe top two. Behind, he's probably behind Adams. Great player. He's had a little health issues, but he's fast. The Lions also look for a guy who could stretch the field. He could do that as well. And he stresses like all levels of the defense. He go intermediate, he go short, he go deep. So, Tyler, I mean, you look what the Lions have. Amon Ross St. Brown, Amari Cooper, and then maybe like a rookie and your receiver's room is fixed. So, Cooper is a legitimate wide receiver one too. Like he's proven in this league. He's a great player. So, so uh, looking at this thing, Malcolm just posted right now, Pro Football Bets. Put Amari Cooper is a plus 700 betting odds to join the Detroit Lions. So, I mean, you don't ever put stock into betting lines, but I think that's definitely interesting to see that Cooper is a plus 700 to join the Detroit Lions. So, uh, you know, Malcolm, I'm going to get you in here now. Amari Cooper, 27-year-old, you know, Pierre brings up the point that he thinks he's the second-best route runner. I, I don't know if I would go that far. Do I think he's a great route runner? Obviously, I think he's up there. But I think we have to give our, our flowers to guys like Devontae Adams, like you said, and Keenan Allen, most definitely. I think Keenan Allen's definitely oh, number yeah, two. I mean, like, maybe 100%. top five. Top five. Top okay, five. that's that's a lot more fair. I was going to say two. I, I forgot I, about Keenan I, Allen. I can't go that far. I think Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams are the clear one and two right there, and I can't put Cooper Yeah, I forgot there, about uh, Keenan. So. Yeah, I, I personally think Devontae Adams is in a league of his own. That is, uh, as far that's as that's, that's very fair, yes. Very fair. But um, Amari Cooper, man, I, I don't know why a lot of people, they are actually against it. They're like, no, I don't want him in Detroit. <laughs> but I, I think Amari Cooper would be a great fit in Detroit. You know, for me personally, anybody that's going to upgrade our, put any position that on this team, I'm down for it. So if you bring in Amari Cooper, I'm just envisioning Amari Cooper with Amon Ross Brown, with whoever the hell we drafted this goddamn draft as a receiver, because I know they're going to draft either one or maybe a couple receivers in the draft class. And you just mix that up, and then you have T.J. Hawkinson back there, man. You're talking about an explosive offense, man. I, I, I don't know, man. If you bring in Amari Cooper with his offense, I, I actually like what I actually like what I see. So I have a question for both of you guys. I mean, Amari Cooper is obviously going to come with the price tag. Like you're not getting Amari Cooper for, you know, ten million dollars. You're, you're going to have to pay Amari Cooper probably. So I guess my question to both of you guys is, what's the limit you're going for Amari Cooper? Because teams are going to be I think there's going to be a lot of suitors for a guy like uh, like Cooper in, in this open free agency market. So I'm going to start off with you, Pierre. What's the most you're willing to give a guy like this? So, Tyler, I just went on Spotrack. You know how they do the market yeah. valuations? Yeah. Right now they have him at three years, 51.5, so 17.1 million. I'd be fine with that. Okay. You know, not the 20 range, not 18, but somewhere between maybe 15 and 18. And you said three years? Yeah, because he he's going to be 28, I believe, in June he turns 28. Yep. So he's kind of entering his prime right now. 
You don't want to give like a dude five year deal who's twenty eight. It's yeah. not not ideal. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure we uh, got three years. And then uh, Malcolm, are, are you like that price range that Spot Trick has? I am. Has I am on the same boat, man. Fifteen to seventeen, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, yeah, n- nothing more than seventeen. I think it's just too much right now. Detroit could definitely go other directions if, if they, you know, if it is more than that. But if there's, you know, anywhere between fifteen to seventeen, that's that's good for Amari Cooper. All right. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put my Tyler blame on this, but you guys are gonna say I am. But hey, I'm gonna do it. You hear that knock, right? What 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 the hell are you about what to say, Tyler? Tyler, what the hell are you about to? Amari Cooper has a track record of being healthy. He doesn't miss God. games. He doesn't miss many games. So wait, I think, he he doesn't. He doesn't. So I'll tell you. Wait what, wait he was healthy all he was healthy all last year. So he played in 15 games last year. 15 out of the 17. Oh, I, I saw his numbers being like, I saw his numbers take a dip. I thought it was because of, he was maybe hurt or something. Well, they had CD Lamb. They implemented Cedric Wilson. And then, yeah. you know, and, they, they, had, yeah. they had those games too where Dak Prescott's just not on it. And they, they had a lot of options too in Dallas. But he had like, he had a few years, like his first year in Dallas, I think. Or no, that's never mind. Yeah, you're right. I thought he actually had an injury. He doesn't have really an injury history. He doesn't miss many games. God damn it. No, oh, shit. You know what? You know what? Now that you bring this up, let's not bring him up because <laughs> now Tyler has a way of doing this and, and, and talking about injuries. And when he says it, like the reverse happens. The it always like, happens. oh, this guy yeah. never got injured. This guy's been healthy all year. And then, bam, he gets hurt. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it, but you have to bring it up when you're saying stuff like this, especially when you're bringing out. They actually don't have to, Tyler. You, you personally, you, you, you don't have but to. But you guys are not saying it. I wanted you guys to say it. If you guys said it, I would have to say it. Next, next time, write it in the chat, and then maybe Pierre will say it. Because you so, just have. At the same time, I'm still bringing it up. <laughs> All right, but guys, like Tyler's right. So he's played in 56 games and appeared in 52. Like he's had 56 games and appeared in 52. So he's only missed four games in his career. And so he's pretty durable. That, that's that's good, man. But shit, Tyler just be genius. <laughs> yo, shit, I don't, man. I don't believe in that <laughs> stuff. Whatever. So, uh, so Ty- Tyler, yo, Tyler actually last season came out and was like, yo, Mario, Mario Warrior never missed the game. He's been the healthiest person on our team. One week later. <laughs> IR, out for the year. IR. <laughs> IR, done for the year. Like, what the hell? Let's blame that on Tyler. Yeah, yeah that, that is blame on Tyler. <laughs> Tyler does this. He does this all the time. So No, but all jokes aside, man, I think Amari Cooper, like, you look at Jared Goff, too. He likes those guys who could separate Robert Woods, Cooper Cubby at that in L.A. Like, it's a perfect fit for this offense. Yo, there was a person on Twitter. I'm not even going to say their name. This is going to be very funny, but there is somebody on Twitter. Oh, my God. I know where this is going. <laughs> there was somebody on Twitter. I'm not going to say the names. That said, and quote, he said Amari Cooper's a bus. Why would you say that here? People can look I'm, that, I, I, can look I'm, that I'm up just, so I'm, easily. Well, if they look it up, they look it up. I'm not saying who said it. But I'm just saying somebody said it. They called us. Let's just say that person doesn't have a high football. Stop it. Stop. 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 We're not going there. We're not going there. I just want to know. Do you think he's a bus? No, he's been. He's been. He's been a first team all pro. (laughs) He's been an all pro. No, he's not a bus. The guy's made a hundred million dollars in his NFL career. He's not a bus by any means. I was just making sure that I wasn't going crazy. Because when when I first saw it, I was like, wait. Are we talking about the same guy? And he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, he's a bus." I was like, "Whoa!" Bro, he was um, <laughs> whoa. 
I believe he was all pro, wasn't he all pro? I don't know, but he was a four-time pro bowler. He has multiple thousand yards, receiving yards. I mean, you can't call that a bust. That's that's my that's bad. I don't think he was all pro, but he was. Um, he's been a pro bowler, but he's a really good player. He's a very good football player, and I think that market range that you guys had set out around that fifteen to seventeen range, I think that fits perfectly. I I, I really do. I think you get a veteran too in that receiving core, a guy where. I think people are looking at Amari Cooper and, and, and thinking that the Lions are in this humongous rebuild. And I think people got to put in context, football rebuilds are usually not as long or not supposed to be as long at, compared to other sports. So I think when people look at Amari Cooper, it's like, oh, we're still rebuilding. We don't really need a guy like this right now. But again, I mean, your timetable to start competing is – realistically 2023 like in 2022 next season you have a chance to make some noise maybe flirt with the playoffs and maybe even with the 17 playoffs and with how the nfc is shaking out to be right now maybe you can even mess around and actually make the playoffs next year but hypothetically the real timetable for the lions to do something legitimately is not next season but the season right after that and amari cooper is not one of those guys where you're bringing on just for one year you're bringing amari cooper for like what pierre said more than likely like a three-year contract. So I think he kind of fits perfectly with your timetable where you're expecting to compete. He's a guy that you can kind of get him a compass to your offense, get him a, you know, get him used to it. And you just put him part of that core with the Monroe St. Brown, you get Cooper in. At that point, you got a legitimate one-two punch and still having resources and assets to go out in either the draft or maybe even in another guy in for agency and really – make a legitimate core of receivers. So I, I don't really understand people being against going uh, uh, being against going Amari Cooper. This is a guy that makes a lot of sense. And Amari Cooper, I think, could work with le- legitimately any quarterback. I don't think he's a guy that is just a one-trick pony who's good with this quarterback or this quarterback. Like Amari Cooper, if it's with golf or if it's with a rookie quarterback or if it's with a veteran quarterback, a different veteran quarterback, He's still a very good fit for this offense and what they want to run. So I'm with both of you guys. I think Amari Cooper at that value is would be a great addition. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me ask. Let me ask you guys a question because I know a lot of people been saying, I guess, the, the, the big knock on Amari Cooper is his motor. A lot of people are saying, oh, sometimes he checks out and sometimes he's not there all the way and – you know, that's the reason why he's leaving. Uh, you know, that's the reason why the, the Cowboys are trying to dump him. What is your thoughts on that, guys? Like, as far as I know, he's making 20, he's making north of 20 million right now, right? As far as with the Cowboys, making 20 I, a year, it 20 was five a year. years at 100. And I, I know with the Cowboys, I guess they don't feel like he's meeting the production based on his contract, and I, I'm not sure if that's the sole reason why they want to get rid of him, but w- what do you guys think on that? Do you think there's a motor issue with Amari Cooper? Or there, so does he check out sometimes, or what, what the hell is going on with Amari Cooper? No, so, like, I've, I've seen Cowboys fans, they, they don't want to release him. So what the Cowboys want to do is they want to try to retain Gallup, retain Cedric Wilson, and sign Randy Gregory to a contract, and releasing Cooper, they think they could do all of that. So it's basically like addition by subtraction, subtraction, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Um. I- I don't. I don't think I haven't really seen him check out. I, I've watched him play. Like I don't watch all those games, but Dallas is on prime time a lot. We've watched him play. Doesn't look like he checks out. Yeah, I, I don't think Dallas is getting rid of Amari Cooper because they want to get rid of Amari Cooper. I think it's just the 
do other stuff that the team needs to do to get done this offseason and that they have the resources, I guess, to still win without Amari Cooper because, like uh, what Pierre just mentioned, you know, they drafted CeeDee Lamb two years ago. They want to keep Michael Gallup as part of their core because he's younger, obviously. And then they want to keep Cedric Wilson as well because he's younger. So it makes sense why the Dallas Cowboys are going this way. But a team like Detroit, you're not paying any receivers right now. And you have the cap flexibility to make a move like this and put Cooper a part of your core. And you're going to get him for a little probably cheaper cost than what the Cowboys were currently paying right now. So I I think once Amari Cooper hits that open market, I – really truthfully believe that there's going to be a lot of suitors for him. A lot of teams are going to be interested in wanting to wanting him to be part of their core for sure. Yeah. And like, we've seen like the draft right now, like we saw the combine the other day, but it's loaded with receivers and even the free agency class is loaded with receivers. So I think his price could go a little lower too, just because of all the available receivers. And another thing is when you're released, you don't count against the comp formula. So like, say like the Lions lose a free agent, right? And free agency. And they signed Cooper. Cooper doesn't count against that because he was released. He wasn't. Um, he wasn't scheduled to be a free agent. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, but the Lions don't have anyone for to even receive a comp pick at the receiver position. No, but like I don't think it's the receiver. Like, say they lose Charles Harris, right? Yeah. And they don't really sign a guy to a high deal. They could get a potential comp pick for Charles Harris, for example. That's true. That's possible. I was thinking. I was thinking like last year when we lost Kenny G, we didn't sign a receiver. We were going to receive that comp pick this year. So that's what I was kind of putting the two yeah. and two together. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, Charles Harris is probably the only guy I could see probably us receiving a comp pick for if we lost him. That's if they don't sign a guy to a similar contract. Well, I don't um, see the line. I wouldn't see the Lions doing that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but man, Omari Cooper would be fun in this offense. Speed. Excellent route running, great release. He's like everything you want a receiver, and he's established. He's going to be only 28 years old, still entering his prime. Bring him yeah. here, man. Bring him here. Yeah, and you are not putting all of the stress and all the role on him. You still got a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown, and you're probably going to get another guy in this draft class. So you're going to have a nice, you know, plush row of receivers where you can complement Amari Cooper really well. And I think he could have a really good fit with this offense for sure. Right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we're all in agreement. Mari Cooper to Detroit's a good thing. Europe, bring him here. Europe. God damn it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, um, you, you, usually there's one conflicting person on it, but I, I think we're all in agreement here. So Mari Cooper to Detroit. I'm all down for it for sure. All right. We're all we're all on Amari Cooper. All right. Let's, let's talk about the NFL Combine that is currently going on right now, and that's been going on in the last couple of days. We've seen the 40-yard numbers. We've seen the, the splits. We've seen all the bench presses, the, the vertical. We've seen everything. Um, th- that's something that us football junkies absolutely live for. We love this day, or this week, I should say, of the NFL Combine, keeping up with all these complex football s- statistics and 40-yard dashes, everything. So I'm going to kick it off to you, Pierre. Um, I want to start off with the big one. So – Obviously, the number two pick is the big argument, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau. You see now their combine, most of it. I think Hutchinson is still going. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if it's over now, but as I was watching, it was still going. And Thibodeau actually said he's done. He ran his 40-yard, and he said, I'm done. I'm not doing any more drills. And he actually said before the week that he said he was going to participate in every drill. So that was definitely interesting. But I'm just interested, after seeing all the measurements, all the – you know, the athleticism numbers that we've seen so far uh, from Thibodeau and Hutchinson, has your opinion altered or are you still on the Hutchinson hype train for number two right now? No, it's how I'm on the Hutch train and here's why. So you guys know what RAS is, right? Yeah. We've it's talked about bump. this. So it's, it's the numbers are still unofficial, but right now his RAS is a 9.68. 10 is the highest. So he's really athletic. And the most impressive thing to me was the 10 yards split, which is 162. That's basically his get off. 162 is like J.J. Watt type of numbers, Nick Bo- or one of the Bosa brothers. Um, this kid could get off, and he shows effort. Daniel Jeremiah compared to Jared Allen, I think that's a really good comp because they have like the same size, same length. And we saw what Jared Allen did to the Lions back in the day. Tyler, what did Tyler? What was I just texting you the other day, bro? Yeah, you told me Jared Allen, and then you gave me even Bosa, I believe. Bro, I see Jared Allen when I see when I see. Aiden Hutchinson. And for people, for the younger viewers out there, do you know what Jared Allen did in 2011? 2011, Jared Allen had 22 goddamn sacks. That's 22. Monster. 22. So if, if, if that's the same brother, if he's the same type of player, man, bring him, bring him in. And just for me jumping into my pick, I was, I was heavy on Thibodeau in the beginning. But slowly, things starting to change. As far as who I really want for the Lions to draft at number two overall, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say this: it was when I was watching both of their tapes. One thing that stood out to me the most is the motor. The motor in Aiden Hutchinson, it, it seemed like he's giving 190 percent every single play, and I could definitely appreciate that. I think that type of motor is what you saw in Jared Allen. Jared Allen is the same type of player. He gave it. 190, 200% every single play. And I think Aiden Hutchinson is the same 
type of player. And I, and I think if you could get a for sure player like that, that's going to give you everything he has every single play. I think the sky's the limit. I don't think there's as far as the, oh you know Thibodeau might have a higher ceiling. I don't I don't see that because I see Aiden Hutchinson like a like a like a Nick Bosa. He could be like a Nick Bosa. He could be a Jared Allen. So if you're saying oh he, Thibodeau can have a higher ceiling, Aiden Hutchinson's ceiling is elite. So I'm I'm fine with Aiden Hutchinson right now. I think Aiden Hutchinson right now is a for sure player. And also I'm not sure if you just see what I just said just now. As far as Kayvon Thibodeau, it's just stuff like this is this makes you like, man, like, is he all the way there? And the reason why I say that is because it's just stuff like this. Like he said that he was gonna compete in everything. After he ran his 40, he ran, he did his bench press, which he did he did a good really good job. He hit the bench press, he did 27 times. Really strong cat. Um his 40, I think his official numbers came out as a four five eight. It just came out right now. Yep. Four yeah, five, four, five, four, five, eight. So he 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 did he did his he did his thing. But it's just stuff like this. Is like, all right. So he just ran his forty, did his bench press, and now he's out. He didn't want to do no no drills. Yeah, that's that's a little concerning to me that he didn't do the drills because he said he was going to do everything, but he comes out and does nothing. Um, maybe those reports were true. I still don't buy them. I don't know, but that's interesting. How he just was like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything else today. Yeah, I mean, so, if he got if he got hurt, I get it. You know, sometimes you you hurt, maybe pull something. You're like, all right, I'm not gonna not gonna mess it up. But the, the reason was out there. So basically, the reasoning was out there that he wants to compete as he wants to show both that he could play linebacker and defensive line. But I guess he wants to do that at his pro day. So it wasn't an injury. So okay, so he, he's he's he going to do everything at his pro day or something? Or yeah, yeah, he said he's going to do everything at his pro day. He wants to show that he could play both defensive line and both linebacker. Yeah, so I mean that's probably a sign for him. Him probably waving the red flag that he's not coming to Detroit. Why would you say that? Because Detroit Lions they're looking for more. Um, they they already said they're going to do more four linemen. So as far as like using like the right end, you know the the four three package, like, you'll see more four three with the Lions. And I don't think they're going to use him as a linebacker. He's going to if he were to come to Detroit, he'll be a a defensive end. Yeah, so, no, definitely. But I think he wants to show, depending on if the lines do pass on him, that he could do both. And he exactly, wants put, he wants to put every you know NFL team on on check that he could do both. Yeah. Um. If Hutch goes one, I still take Thibodeau at two. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at that point, you don't have no choice uh, unless you're going to trade back. Or I know people are saying, get a get on what's his name? No, Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> Kyle Hamilton. Get Kyle Hamilton. He's the best. He's a for sure player. Get it, dude. I, can, I can I say one thing about Kyle Hamilton? And I love ahead, the man. guy. I think he's the best prospect in this in this draft. But these comparisons that we are hearing with Kyle Hamilton are a bit Sean unfair. Taylor, dude. They're just unfair, man. Like, what is it? They're like, oh, you, you wouldn't want Ed Reed on your team. You wouldn't want Sean Taylor on your team. I'm like, guys, <laughs> what are we saying right now? He's Sean Taylor and Ed Reed right now. Bro, let's slow down a little. Yeah, you gotta slow down. Like, you gotta slow down. You gotta slow down a lot. Now, is it fair to say, yeah, he could potentially be? Um, damn, I'm forgetting people's names. Who the, the safety from the Chargers? Derwin uh, James. James. It's fair to say he could be another Derwin James. Okay, which is an elite safety in the league. But come on, Sean Taylor, Ed Reed, stop. Dude, every elite safety oh. they could, every elite safety they thought of the top of their mind, they're like Kyle Hamilton. 
Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor. That's 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 Kyle Hamilton. It doesn't matter what position safety they play, just a safety. Elite safety you could think of. Oh, that's Kyle Hamilton. I'm like, guys, he just you pulled any elite safety out of your head right now and said that's Kyle Hamilton. I like I, I like I like Kyle Hamilton. I like him a lot. And I do too. I'll say this. If the Lions could trade back, get draft capital, move to like five, four or five. I wanna be I wanna be I'll be okay with them drafting a Kyle Hamilton at that pick. Mm-hmm. Maybe at five, you know, five. That, that's good for that. That'll be good for Kyle Hamilton. That's fair, yeah. But, but two overall, you want to draft a safety at two? No. Yeah, no. It, just, it, it makes no sense to me. So speaking of Jared Allen, I just want to bring up something. In, in his thirteen years in the league, he had one hundred thirty-six sacks. So that's about 13 sacks a year, a little more than 13 sacks a I year. I hated Jared Allen. Oh, no. Jared, Jared Allen, yeah. He he went for, he went on a terror, I think, for like seven years. Like, right. he was just getting 13 sacks, 14 sacks. And in that 2011, he had 22 sacks. Yeah. Like, he, went on a, he went on a terror. I hated Jared Allen. He averaged four sacks in his career. So, like, that, that's pretty impressive. Jared, I'm, I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, man. If that if you're saying that's his ceiling, bring it, bring it to Detroit. <laughs> Bring it here. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. The, the reason why I hated Jared Allen, that guy was a pest to the Lions, man. Every yeah. time he would play us, he would destroy us. I like yeah. it was annoying, man. Yeah, and don't you want that on your team? Don't you yeah. want a guy that's gonna give it a hundred two hundred percent every single play? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got a question for both of you guys. So Hutchinson, obviously, he has the heart, he has the motor. There's no question about that. But we see the measurement coming around. This is more nitpicking, obviously, right now. But his arms are undersized as far as the traditional NFL edge rusher where Kayvon Thibodeau fits the perfect criteria of an NFL edge rusher. has the perfect length. Everything that you look at an edge rusher, as far as his body-wise, Kayvon Thibodeau has it. Where, Thib- or where Hutchinson, I should say, his arms are a bit undersized for an NFL edge rusher. So does that concern you at all? Or does the heart and motor just kind of overdo all of that? Heart no, so Tyler, um, they compared that to Jared Allen. He's actually a little longer than Jared Allen, so I'm not worried about that. I mean, I, I think we got to put in context, too, that offensive linemen are a lot bigger now. Not a lot bigger, but they're bigger. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a little different NFL than when Jared Allen was playing. Jared Allen was, you know, like you guys said, 2011 was like his prime year. So the NFL is – shifted gears a little bit and there's more bigger guys on these lines now so you got you bring up the point and Jared Allen was amazing but do you guys still think that could translate to as well as like a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau could in the NFL I'm not worried about the arm length or whatever I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that this is what Kate what Aiden Hutchinson have is something you cannot teach you cannot teach motor you can't teach you can't teach a guy to have a motor like that they just Dang either gotta have it or they don't. Yeah, he has pass rushing moves too. Like this is not a guy who just like wins one away. He has a few moves he could win. He has a lot of moves he can win. Yeah, a lot. I can say this right now. I can say this right now. We draft Aiden Hutchinson. If we rush four, there's not going to be no quarterback sitting in the pocket having a good day and just looking around. Now I can tell you that right now, because eventually Aiden Hutchinson is going to win because he, he's going to give it every single everything he has. Yeah, Every with, single play. With, with Hutchinson, it's either he'll win a lot of one-on-one battles with the tackle, or if you start doubling Aiden Hutchinson, it's going to open up other opportunities for your other guys on the defensive line, whoever's alongside with them. If that's Romeo on the other edge side, or you got Brockers in the middle, or Levi in the middle, whoever it is, it's going to open up 
holes for or you know more opportunities for your other guys to be their you know only one on one and Hutchinson could kind of be a disruptor and eat some blocks. So I do I do like that personally. And you guys bring up a great point with him having a great motor, and I and I agree with that. He has all those intangibles, and for me, it, it really does not matter for me who who they go with if it's Thibodeau if it's Hutchinson. I I think both guys are really really good players and like Malcolm said you can't teach motor you can't teach heart and to go on with Kayvon Thibodeau I know he called it you know quits I guess you could refer to as in this combine he left early only participated in the bench press and only participated in the in the 40 yard dash and then left after that didn't participate in the drills I still think there's a I don't I, I still don't question that motor in Kayvon Thibodeau though I know people are probably going to question even a little bit more now after this, and I think that's fair. But I don't know, man. I just don't want to put that narrative around Kayvon Thibodeau because I thought he said something really good. If you knew what he was going through to get to this level, you know, there's just not someone who doesn't have a motor. I believe he still has a very high motor. I still think he's going to be a very good NFL player at the end of the day. So for me, it's like, However it goes, I, I really don't mind either way. I'm going to be really, really satisfied with either Hutchison or with either Thibodeau. But I think it's going to be really interesting when we look back in a couple of years. And if Red Holmes does have the option between Thibodeau or Hutchinson, that's something that he's going to be really gritted on severely in, in how the job he's done so far. Because this is a huge decision, especially if Jacksonville goes offensive line and Brad Holmes has a decision to go between Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean, this is what, I'm not going to say make or breaks the franchise, but it's a huge decision, and it's going to be a really interesting decision when we see in a couple of years of how these guys progress in, being, in their NFL careers. I'm going to say this. If Jacksonville passes on Evan Neal, they will be labeled as the dumbest franchise in the history of sports. I think we'll have the option between both of them. I really do believe we'll have the option between both of them, Hutchinson and, and Thibodeau. I don't know about the other kid, Hickey, uh, his name, like Hickey. from NC State. Yeah. You know what? You, not... You're right. You're right. You know, but the point I'm making is that if they don't invest to protect Trevor Lawrence and try to draft another edge rusher, they will be labeled as the dumbest franchise in in, in sports. Yeah. They, whatever they do, they have to draft. They have to draft I, I, some, I, I, some tackle. I don't, I don't think whatever it tackle sense. it is. It doesn't make sense what? to go Hutchinson or Thibodeau for me for them either. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever tackle it is, they need to draft a tackle. I agree with that. I think whoever they value the highest, whether it's the guy from NC State, whether it's Evan Neal, whoever it is, you got to go tackle with that yeah. with that first overall pick. I just don't so, say see, like I don't say, think you have that luxury to get Hutchinson or, or Thibodeau. I really don't if you're Jacksonville. But Tyler, they have money, and say they go out and sign like a turn Armstead or a, a good tackle, right? I think then you say, okay, we could go edge rusher. Yeah, but Pierre. Yeah. How many offensive linemen legitimately usually hit the market where you're like confident that? They're the A plus tier, and I I get it. If you don't think Evan Neal or the kid from NC State is worthy of that number one pick, that's something. But I don't know, man. I think that should be your main focus right now, rather than trying to get another edge rush because they put a lot of emphasis already on that defense. You know, they drafted Josh Allen a couple of years ago in the top ten. They got um, they got Miles Jack still in that defense. Like they they've put a lot of emphasis on that defense. So I think it's. It's finally time to start investing into now your franchise quarterback and Trevor Lawrence, and you got to put the pieces around him if you want him to be successful for sure, in my opinion. Yeah, 
Don't worry about that. But what I was trying to say is, like, so this year there's actually some really good offensive linemen in the market. Yeah. And say they sign, like, one or two of those guys, right? They have money. And, you know, Doug Peterson comes from Philadelphia. He likes to build those trenches up on both sides of the ball. When he was there, they had a top five D-line, top five O-line. They were really good, right? Yeah. So I think he might be trying to do that in Jacksonville. Like, say they go out and sign, like, a really good tackle, offensive tackle. Then at number one, they take Hutch or Thibodeau. I wouldn't be shocked. It's going to be interesting. I, I want to see, just for me being a Lions fan, I would love to have the option between both of them. And I really want to see the decision Brad Holmes end up making because I, I, I just am really interested to see. I don't you know hold anything against him if he took either or, but I just want to see that if he if he gets to ultimately make that decision and to see how it ends up panning out in the next couple of years for sure. I think it'd be something to really keep an eye out for. Right. Me personally, I'll be shocked if, um, as far as Dan Campbell personally, if Dan Campbell personally likes Thibodeau more than. I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. And I told you this, Malcolm. Remember I said I think Dan Campbell's obviously – I think he's going to be all in on, on Aiden Hutchinson. I think Brad Holmes – not to say that they're going to be conflicting on this, but I think Brad Holmes would maybe prefer a guy like Thibodeau, and I think Dan Campbell could maybe prefer a guy like Aiden Hutchinson. And, I, and at the end of the day, they're going to end up coming to uh, – An agreement. Who, yeah, an agreement who, who they're going to pick. But I, would you agree with that, Malcolm? Do you think Brad Holmes could maybe lean more towards the athleticism and – the guy with the the sexier traits, and then maybe Campbell goes with the more grit. Wait, they're I both mean, athletes, the, like, Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. They I are, mean, they are, but they're, they're not like that far. They're not that far off, man. Like as far as like the ten yard split, it wasn't identical. Or I'm not sure about the official numbers, but the ten yard split, I think they both ran a, a, a one six two. Yeah. No, 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 no. This, this has nothing to do with that. Like I know that Hutchinson's an athlete, but I I think we could both. I think we could all agree here. That Kayvon Thibodeau is more athletic and, and more of an athletic, sexy traits than Aiden Hutchinson, right? No, with that, you don't think Thibodeau is more of an athlete than it's, Hutchinson? It's, it's not. It's not much to a point as like, all right, he. No, no, no I'm not saying that. But is he? But could we agree that he is? Not yeah, saying he, that it's I mean, much. He, he ran a four-five. He? he ran yes. a four-five just now. So yes, he is more athletic. I mean, he hit the bench. He just did the bench press twenty-seven times, man. <laughs> Most out of all the edge rushers, so he's strong as hell too. Um, he has power, you know, he, he's power, he has speed, he has it, you know, but so, so I actually want to bring up something. Kayvon Thibodeau's rasp was nine three five unofficial, and then uh Aiden Hutchin was nine six eight. So Hutch is more athletic. I'm I, you know I don't follow I don't really do rasp stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I, that, I, I, I I don't know, man. They factor everything, they factor vertical, broad jump, weight, height, they, speed, they ten yard split, twenty yard split, they factor in everything. They do, they do. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I think the if you talk about athlete wise, who's the better athlete? It's not by a lot. It's not by much. But Kayvon Thibodeau is a better athlete. Just because he ran a faster forty, I don't know about that. Okay, but but Hutch is also like he weighs a lot more than him. So Hutch is two sixty, and he's two fifty eight. Is like the same thing. I believe Thibodeau is two fifty four. Two fifty four. Okay, so he's like what eleven pounds lighter. That I mean. The, the whole, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I just think, like, if you look at both of them, like, who's a more athletic guy? Do you think, do you think Aiden Hutchinson is more athletic than him? That's what the RAS says. And, but what do you think? Forget RAS. What do you think, Pierre? 
I think they're both athletic, honestly. I do. I do too. I do. I but do who do you think is more? Who think is more athletic? They're both athletic. I just think Thibodeau's more athletic. Well, I'm looking at it right now. So Thibodeau had a 36 vertical, or I'm sorry, Hutch. Thibodeau didn't even do a vertical or a broad jump. Yeah, he didn't participate um, in those. So right now, I, I don't know because I don't see the other numbers from uh, Thibodeau. But they're both athletes, man. Like you can't go wrong with either player. And and that's why and that's why Raz is more because he, the only thing it uh, what's it called Tibbo did was the bench person in the forty. Yeah. So you can't really go by much. So that's what they're going by. So that's why I'm like you can't really go by that. But, and the ten yard split and twenty split because yeah, but the ten yard. The, the, all right, is that the official numbers? Are they exactly the same as far as like the ten yard split? Was so it, he had a one six two. Tibbo had a one six two. Hutch had a one six two. The twenty yard split for Hutch was two seven five. The twenty-yard split for Thibodeau was two seven two. Very similar athletes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Very similar, but I mean, the edge. The, I mean, who who's a better athlete by by an inch by by very little is Kayvon Thibodeau. But that's why, you know, when I guess when we all before the combine, we were talking about Thibodeau, and the reason why we we're saying that we think Thibodeau is going to be the number two pick is because he's going to blow out the combine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we thought, like people were like saying, yeah, he's gonna run the four four. He's gonna run the four four. He's gonna jump out the water. He's gonna do all this stuff, you know. But he he didn't really do that. He, he four, did five, really three great. Still very, yeah, four five three is still he, very good. He did he did a really good job, but he didn't do enough to separate himself from Aiden Hutchinson. You know, Aiden Hutchinson pretty much did. He did exactly what everybody expected Aiden Hutchinson to do. My only thing with Hutchinson is, I mean, with Thibodeau is, why do you say you're gonna do everything and you just be like, all right, I'm not doing this. That is interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know why he would that's, publicly say that and then just walk away. That's 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 my that's my that's my thing with him, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Like as I've been diving more into these guys to see who exactly I want, and I knew this was gonna happen because like I, it happens. Like one day I could be all in a the guy, and then I could wake up one day and be like, yo, what the fuck? What? No, 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 no. Let's go to this guy. You know. Um, that's how it was. I was. Like literally, like two days ago, I was like, "Wait a minute! I think Aiden Hutchinson might be the pick for Detroit." And then he also called himself Jadavian Clowney 2.0. That's like he called himself Jadavian. He called himself Clowney 2.0. Yes, he did. But why I would you want to call yourself that? Why would you want to call yourself that, man? No, he didn't know why he said that. They're just things that I want to know more about. Like, why are you calling yourself a Clowney 2.0? And he why didn't say that. You... There's no way he said that. That Google it, search it right now. He did. But well, why? Why would you say that? I don't know um, why he said that. But it, the thing is with him, man. I just want to know why he's he. He's like, all right, I'm out. Like I'm not out on him, but that just kind of concerns me, though. It's not a red flag. I just want to know what's going on. So here this... I got the I got the full quote right here. Oregon no, defensive no, no, no. end Kayvon Thibodeau met with the Texans today. I'd love to be in Houston. I'd love to play in that Lovey Smith system. Pointed to Jadavion Clowney in the franchise history of pass rushers and says he's built off him. I'm like Jadavion 2.0. Oh, oh, <laughs> that was the, that was the quote. I mean, you know, you know what, J- you know, Clowney in the beginning, his earlier years. He was damn near elite, was he? He's was good. He? He's just in- injuries have killed that guy. In- injuries, yeah, destroyed his life. He got pressures, not sacks, but that's still like big. I guess, I guess you, you know what I think. I guess he's comparing his size, maybe because you look at his size. What is he? Six six, six five. 
I don't know. You know one fifty eight. Maybe they had the same body type. I don't know. Yeah, Jadavion six five, two fifty five. Yeah, very similar. So I guess the body, the, the body frame is similar. I guess he's trying to say. I, I don't know. I would have went that route. I would have said somebody like Vaughn Miller. Yeah, you know, yeah, Jadavion's not the greatest guy you want to be compared to, definitely. Especially, especially if it's your mouth. If it's someone else's mouth, it's something else. But when it's going from your mouth, personally, yeah, I I agree. You could have probably went other ways with that. Now, now, what do you say? Now, what do you say? Like, like for Aiden Hutchinson, like if somebody, if he came out and said, "Yeah, I want to be like Jared Allen." You say you damn right you want to be like Jared Allen. Yeah, that's fine. Jared Allen has had a <laughs> hell of a career. But that's yeah, like exactly. Say, yeah, that, that's like saying, "Oh, I want to be like Trey Flowers." Uh, oh, you do? Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> maybe you just want to make. Maybe you want to make money. Maybe you just want to make money and chill. That's what Trey Flowers really did: make money and chill. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's interesting though because I, I I agree with you. I thought Thibodeau would maybe have some more eye popping numbers, but at the same time. I can't be disappointed with what he did because what he did is still very impressive. I mean, he still he had did. a very good combine, even though he didn't participate in every drill, but he did what he had to do, in my opinion, still. Yeah, for for what he competed in, absolutely. He did a good job. Yeah. I mean, he's leading all edge rushers in that bench press. Yeah. So that just shows you that he is strong as hell. He is strong as shit. <laughs> but my thing is, like, after seeing that, uh, Tyler, does that make you saying, yeah, he deserves to be the number two overall pick? Did your percep- did your perception change on who the hell you should draft? The Lions should draft. I know you're saying that you don't care who they draft, but I know you were all on Kayvon Thibodeau. I, I was I was leaning towards Thibodeau. Yes. Yeah, you you. I think you're leaning heavy. Like you were leaning all the way to the other side of Thibodeau. You were like Thibodeau. It is. No, I wouldn't say all the way here, but I like Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau is my guy, and Hutchinson is my guy too, because obviously he played for my my Michigan Wolverines. But obviously, has no, you know how I think with either guy. I don't base that my college team, how I want the lines to go. So that doesn't really play an effect at all. So Thibodeau was my guy. I thought he had the more athleticism size, but I think what Aiden really did, and I knew he could do this, but like you guys kind of mentioned, he was very, very close with Kayvon Thibodeau. And I think something that we have to, to judge, you know, more basically on is the game film we saw this year. And, I think we could all agree here that Aiden Hutchinson had way better game film than Kayvon Thibodeau, and that should be the ultimate moving factor when you're drafting a guy. That should be the number one thing on your list when you're evaluating a guy is who was better on the football field, not the underwear combine, who, who ran faster. Because at the end of the day, that should be second or third on your priority list. I think number one should be the football film, second should be the guy, or you could put that together with, the, with number one, who the guy is his personality and everything is he a fit for your team. So that's one, uh, uh, you know, that's a tie football skills and the guy that he is. And then after that, that's when you get into the metrics, the combine and all that. I don't know, man. It, it's still really close to me. I, like I said, it does not matter to me, but have I said my opinion may be altered to Aiden Hutchinson a little bit? I, I'm not going to lie. It has, it has a little bit, you know, they have altered a little bit towards Hutchinson and, if I had to pick one, gun pointed to my head right now, man. Um, pick one, goddammit. It's tough, dude. It really is tough. Bro, just pick one. Yeah, pick one, goddammit. <laughs> just pick one. It's tough, dude. Uh, I'm going to – It's not that tough. It is. They're really good football players, and they have different – like. You, you just said you're going to lean more towards Hutchinson. So Hutchinson's your guy, obviously. <sighs> yeah. The, he, he, he still likes it. He still likes it a lot. That's fine. That's, I mean, but those I like metrics are too. just so sexy, man. I want them on my football team too. 
Hey, uh, you you can't go wrong with either pick, especially I think the Lions have a good developmental staff in place. That's how I feel. I just I I don't know, man. I'm I'm very man. That hurts my head, dude. Who do I want more? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I want more. Man, it's Hutchinson, man. He's a guy for Detroit. God damn it. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed our Twitter live session talking about Amari Cooper, talking about the Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson debate after the combine. Yep. And we'll be back next Friday for another Twitter live session. With that being said, I'm out, guys. Peace. Hey, guys. Hope you're all staying safe, and I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace.